Welcome to The Risk Jockeys, a new podcast about risk and risk management in nonprofit organizations. I'm Melanie Herman, Executive Director of the Nonprofit Risk Management Center, or NRMC. And I'm Derek Seimer, Principal and Senior Vice President at AHT Insurance. Derek and I are excited to be your hosts for The Risk Jockeys. During each podcast, we'll explore a risk management topic we believe is relevant to leaders in nonprofit organizations. Today's topic is ring in the new year with risk resolutions. During this episode, we'll serve up a half dozen resolutions that can be customized to suit the culture and needs of your nonprofit. Great, so let's get started with my first resolution. I encourage nonprofit leaders to take time to look back at what you've done well in 2017. Sometimes we're so eager to turn the page and close the book on the current year that we forget to take time to appreciate some of the positive steps we may have taken last year. So for example, if you gave your insurance program a thorough review in 2017, you can pat yourself on the back. Or, or if you convened a risk or safety committee, maybe you've done some tabletop risk scenario exercises. Some of these are great initiatives to be proud of and you can build on in 2018. I love it, Derek. My first resolution is to convene a group of trusted colleagues for the specific purpose of looking back and looking ahead for surprises. During his opening keynote session at the Campfire Leadership Conference held in November, Hal Gregerson, the Executive Director of the MIT Leadership Center, reminded his audience that assumptions act as blinders. He encouraged leaders to look for surprises. One approach is to ask the following question, how many things am I dead wrong about? Gregerson's prompt led me to reflect on the fact that so many nonprofit leaders have blinders on when it comes to workplace culture and misconduct. Think of all the allegations of workplace sexual harassment that have been in the news recently. And until recently, I assumed that nonprofits effectively manage the risk of workplace harassment because the laws prohibiting harassment and guidance for nonprofit employers have existed for some time. But maybe I'm dead wrong because harassment is clearly happening in workplaces around the country. That's just one example of how nonprofit leaders can reflect on their assumptions and intentionally look for surprises that might otherwise go unnoticed. That's a great one, Melanie. My second risk resolution is to really budget some time in 2018 to step back from the daily pressures and take a deeper look at maybe some new or emerging risks. For example, in the higher ed space, I might spend some time thinking about you know, some of the implications of the new tax bill and what that might mean for uh, college and university endowments. Or I might want to learn more about things I really don't know that much about, such as blockchain technology, or artificial intelligence, or augmented reality, and maybe how some of these new technologies could present emerging risks for nonprofits. In other words, I am making a resolution to specifically block out time for learning about new risks and thinking more in depth about them. That's always a great uh, resolution to resolve to learn and to just broaden your thinking and understanding of, of issues. My next risk resolution is to try risk benchmarking. So NRMC clients and members often ask us how their risk management programs stack up against those of other organizations. And unfortunately, there isn't a lot of data available on the risk management practices employed across the nonprofit sector. 
So we're actively trying to build a data bank to help nonprofits benchmark their risk management capabilities. We call it the Risk Benchmarking App. You can try the app on our website at nonprofitrisk.org forward slash benchmark. Pick a benchmarking topic, then answer a few simple questions about your program. You'll immediately see the benchmark results so you can tell how your program differs compared to other nonprofits. Aside from benchmarking against sector standards or industry standards, nonprofit leaders should also resolve to benchmark against their own risk management goals. The most effective risk program is one tailored to meet the needs of a specific nonprofit. With that in mind, set your own risk milestones for 2018 and benchmark against your progress toward those tailored goals. My third and final resolution is to start to spread the message about a new relationship that AHT has with the Nonprofit Risk Management Center. And in particular, we're really excited to uh, really be a, an early adopter of the Nonprofit Risk Management Assessment that uh, Melanie, your team has developed and we think very highly of. And since AHT has signed on and has the ability to use this tool with many of our clients and prospective clients, we wanna make sure that as many organizations as possible really have the opportunity and take advantage of this great online tool. We think it is a super way for nonprofit organizations to develop a really good baseline of risks they may face and start to develop a strategy for how they can manage these risks going forward. Wonderful. We are so proud of that new app and with HT signing on, it's really been validation of all the time and energy that went into developing some of the, the cool features of the app um, this past summer. So thanks so much for that. My final risk resolution is to pick one out of date policy or practice in your nonprofit and resolve to modernize it during the very first month of the new year. So whether it's your dusty bylaws, your clunky standard contract form, or even something really simple like your employee expense reporting form, many policies and procedures that began with good intentions become less effective as they show their age. So take a quick poll of your team to identify which dated internal policy should be fixed first. And just pick one. Next, sketch a very simple process to update the policy. And keep in mind the broad, narrow, broad approach, uh, which means that you start by collecting input from the broadest audience of stakeholders, and then you engage a small team to edit and draft, and then you test the revised version with a broader audience, bigger and more diverse than the task force, but not as broad as the initial group. That technique is called broad, narrow, broad. Another tip is to make sure that the project's biggest detractors, and you know who you are, are invited to comment very early in the process. Well, Melanie, we have some good resolutions. Of course, you know, exercising every day and losing five pounds is also on the list, but hopefully our conversation today has inspired our nonprofit listeners to identify and really go after at least one risk-related resolution in 2018. I hope so, Derek. I want to thank you and also our listeners for joining us for episode number four of the Risk Jockeys. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year.